welcome to the BC based podcast, a podcast highlighting the business news of the week happening in British Columbia and presented by Spiritual Publishing. In this podcast, we hope to highlight the business news of the week and bring it to your attention in a local and uh, concentrated way. Now, our first news story for the week that really caught my eye was from Yahoo Finance Canada. BC company turning fly larva into pet food gets $6 million in federal funds. Now, this was very interesting because the issue of animal feed is a big issue in our uh, current state of things. We farm more for the animals we eat than we do for ourselves. So uh, alternative solutions to animal feed can do a lot of good when it comes to sustainability. And I'll get to why uh, Interra Feed Corps, which is based in Maple Ridge, that's where our offices are too. So, hey, uh, <laughs> is uh, doing real good with their business. They're turning something that's already there, that's uh, taking up space, that's wasting potential and uh, using it. It is uh, incredibly interesting. Now, they opened last year. 17,500 square meter production facility. And what they do is that they have these, uh, what are they called? Yes, the insects they use are black soldier flies. And uh, through their plants, they can recycle 130 tons of food waste every day. And they turn the food waste, which is like the stuff we throw out, organic waste, into 10 tons of high protein feed along with 10,000 to 15,000 tons of organic fertilizer. So they're taking something that's already there, that's already being thrown out, using it for good, which is amazing for uh, the sustainability, for helping the planet. Uh, Here's a quote from the president, Keith Driver. It's really quite disheartening how much of that food doesn't make it to the plate. It's really surprising how much of that product is out there and available. See, that's the kind of business that the future is going to rely on. Businesses that can turn something available, but not use something that seems like it has no potential. I mean, when you think of your uh, trash bag, when you throw it out at night, uh, you don't you don't see potential in there. Maybe you turn some of that into like compost or whatever, but. There's not a whole lot of potential. Now, uh, these insects, they grow really fast. I mean, they grow to 1 million percent of their body weight in just three weeks, which is insane. And they're very docile to manage. It's not like a, you know, beehive situation. And the insects can then be fed to poultry and fish as well as to cats, dogs, and reptiles. Now, they're doing a trial to see whether they can enter the pork sector. And uh, with... Honestly, with what this business can do, there is no surprise that the government would want to sponsor this. It's good to see the government putting their money into this type of project. So there are a couple of other interesting facts here. The Federal Agriculture Department says more than half, roughly 35.5 million tons of Canada's food supplies lost or wasted annually, and 49.5 billion of that waste is avoidable. It is really... I guess what's the opposite of disheartening, encouraging to see uh, the innovations people come up with, man. I mean, you look at food waste and I guess, yeah, the best the average person can see is a compost pile, which is great. 
don't get me wrong it's amazing but you know they're even planning to open up a new plant in either ontario or quebec which is fantastic although it's been slowed down due to the covid 19 pandemic it's pretty remarkable what this business has done another remarkable thing is that they started a year ago and they're already making buzz uh yeah man it's pretty amazing and it's amazing how fast nature-based businesses can grow i mean we sometimes take for granted that the planet has so much to offer yet we're slowly killing it you know so uh that's definitely something to keep him keep in mind now uh another story that is also happening here in british columbia is uh according to the maple ridge pit meadows news plant-based pit meadows business pivots during pandemic naturally splendid partners with australian company and bringing meat substitute to canada so another thing uh that's very important to future sustainability really not exhausting the planet to a point of complete destruction is that we have to pivot from meat to uh, meat substitutes and this isn't something that you know we have to choose to do this is something that we will be forced to do because we're exhausting all the resources of the planet and at a certain point we just won't be able to keep up the production don't get me wrong i'm not a vegan or love me a nice you know uh rare steak but we're kind we're gonna be forced to do this now we can either um, create solutions where we won't we won't miss meat as much but you know you, you see scientists out there like doing research on uh, cockroach milk you know how much calcium that has or protein i forget what was the primary benefit of that but you know th that's they're doing research on insects how much we're gonna become we're going to have to consume that insect feed if we don't come up with substitutes because it's just the livestock business is just not sustainable. Now, uh, the um, Naturally Splendid managers in March when COVID first uh, really hit, the, hit British Columbia, they had to shut down the company's 17,000 square foot facility on Airport Way for two months you know while they figured out how to best keep employees safe and obviously you want to preserve the quality of the product now here's a comment from uh, ceo craig goodwin good food isn't cheap and cheap food isn't good that's get that get that on a t-shirt uh they went from 70 employees this facility is just more than 20 because well, sadly a lot of businesses have had to lay off their employees uh i know it's it is it's very sad it's uh, we've actually been working on a project called called leaders of the hour where we interview businesses about their COVID 19 experience to sort of create a community timepiece anyway so uh naturally splendid now and this is where the uh, australian company comes in uh they're importing the product according to goodwin burger um, they offer plant-based plant schnitzel, plant-sized keeve, uh, fish, tenders, and nuggets. Uh, you know, they are bring, or importing it from Nitera plant-based foods in Australia. And uh, obviously, that is a great short-term solution because Australia has had their 
their pandemic response has been way better than many countries in the West and their neighbors, New Zealand is doing fantastic. I mean, they were able to go to rugby games, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder and <laughs> they didn't have any problems. It just, it, it just goes to show if everyone just puts on their mask, you know, and takes care of disinfecting their hands and, and following protocol, you can, you can completely eradicate the disease in, in, in your country. Obviously, if the borders are locked as well, you don't want people coming in, potentially bringing the virus over. Goodman also said that we will invest between one and a half and five million dollars into this facility because obviously it's a short-term solution. They can't keep importing from Australia. They're going to have to make it in-house. I mean, you know, no entrepreneur likes losing employees. You know, when you, when you have to lose employees, you start thinking about, okay, what am I going to, you know, scale back up to that number? It's another interesting uh, quote here from Goodwin. There's a reason they call it avian flu and swine flu. It's because that's where the wires originate from. That is, that is, you know, the uh, livestock um, industry has become so industry industri industrialized it's pretty pretty insane how just we have mechanized this natural thing i mean you know we're th this these livestock they're still living beings and you know we're quartering them we're making them we're, we're putting them in tight quarters we're killing them in front of each other we're throwing them in you know killing machines whatever um we're, we are sort of ensuring our own doom and uh, oversight especially in a country like china over these um you know uh meat production facilities is just i mean it's probably there but it's not as good anywhere really honestly if we want to ensure the survival of mankind we're gonna have to switch over to these uh meat alternatives because you know for a lot of us we just can't give up meat again I'm one of the pe I'm I am not <laughs> I'm not an undercover like vegan trying to get you to quit meat. I'm just saying it's pretty bad for us <clears throat> for for the planet. And uh, obviously there's the flexitarian diet, which Goodwin points out their products are perfect for, uh, whether it's for personal health reasons, whether it's recognizing that the animal processing industry is com contributing to negative environmental impact, or whether it's for ethical reasons, our line is perfectly suited for a person making a transition into that lifestyle. I say good on you, sir. Um, and uh, this is the trend of the future, so we should be glad that such company exists in Pitt Meadows and, uh, you know, it's here in British Columbia. Now, uh, I'd like to switch gears a little bit from, you know, these companies, which again, what they're doing is fantastic which to another headline from, uh, the Augustus Harrison observer. Um, Black Press Media's virtual career fair helps in job search amid COVID-19's impact on employment. Now, this is very important for a ton of people because a lot of us have lost jobs due to, you know, cutbacks and um, businesses shutting down. Uh, in this 
um, you know, virtual fair. As many as 40 businesses will be hosting virtual sessions. Beginning, uh, it begins on February 1st. And uh, these businesses uh, will be available for job applications and information about education opportunities, you know, internship maybe. Uh, Jennifer Wood, was who's the event coordinator for the event, has said that uh, this, the event being virtual, which is, I think, a fantastic choice. It's a five-day event. Will allow more people to attend because, uh, quote, some of the challenges from potential job seekers was they couldn't make it to the event because it was too far away or they had to work. This gives them the opportunity to log into the webinars on any device. It just opens up so much more possibilities, not only for job seekers, but for the clients as well. See, that's the other thing. You know, people look at it as, um, you know, we're giving opportunities to people looking for jobs. But also, here's the cool part. <laughs> uh companies get a better chance and a wider pool of applicants they can reach more people you know companies often like pay to be the first search result on indeed or similar websites now this event is like that but for um job fairs you know when you have a physical job fair only those who have the time or are close enough can attend but when you have a virtual one Really, it's, um, you know, I mean, people would have like 30 minutes in those five days to attend at least one of the seminars. Exactly. Presenters will have 30 minute slots with their presentations followed by an open question and answer session. Uh, schedule is very busy. And uh, of course, I'll link the, um, I'll, pull the, I'll put the link in the description of this episode so that if anyone would like to attend these this free virtual event uh they can i think it's a wonderful opportunity for uh people like i said people who are currently looking to get into the job market maybe recent graduates or people who have been impacted by the uh, many job losses during the uh, pandemic now uh, i'd like to switch gears a little bit to a little a little more we like to focus here at Esprit Chu on the uh, community aspect of things. You know, we, like I said, our first project, Leaders of the Hour, which is currently in development. And uh, you can actually sign up to be interviewed on our website. If you think your business here, British Columbia business has a story to tell and would like to be featured in this uh, timepiece. We care a lot about the community itself. We care about businesses in British Columbia, we also care about those making the pandemic easier on others in British Columbia. So here's a headline from the Tri-City News. There's a lot of need, says Coquitlam businesswoman offering huge charitable gift. Sharon Perry is donating 50000 to a Tri-City charity at a time when many local groups are struggling with fundraising due to COVID-19. See, this is the beautiful aspect of local businesses because um in in a time of need um this sharon perry who's a, a chartered professional accountant and owner of sharon perry and associates on austin avenue uh is offering a fifty thousand dollar donation to a local charity as a way to celebrate her 10 years in business while also supporting groups 
struggling during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, as she says, there's a lot of need. Uh, oh, well, she started her accountancy firm in her basement in 2011. See, these stories are what lightens up our day. I mean, you see people, obviously it takes a lot of hard work, but it's doable, you know? Takes a lot of hard work to start a business, to get it somewhere, but it is doable. People have done it, you know? She continues, and I've benefited a lot from community support over the years, and now she's giving back to the community. Perry, who has three children and lives in Coquitlam, said her business has, has contributed to numerous charities, but this year she decided a large contribution was in order. I just want, I just hope what I do does help. She told the Tri-City News, obviously it will, $50,000 is uh, pretty good. And and she does say it may ha it may be 10 organizations that need 5000 or one that needs 50000 And her family recently donated $1 million to the construction of the Bruce Keller uh, Cardiology Department at Eagle Ridge Hospital, memory of her father. So uh, this was just like a bright spot. I, I, like, to fo I like to focus on... See, sometimes we're going to have to feature bad news on the show. Uh, sometimes we have to feature news that are, you know, interesting. And other times I like to feature some good news because, you know, you want to you, you wanna sandwich here. You know what I mean? You want something interesting, maybe something bad, good thing. Uh, there aren't too many bad news. I mean, obviously, you know, infection rates are going up. There are businesses having to shut down. There is a lot of, like bad news that we all are already kind of aware of so um yeah so this week we won't have a whole lot of bad news but in the coming week weeks we might so i would like to always feature good news as well on my show so that's why we talked about uh miss perry's uh generous donation and uh what she's doing for the community now uh here's another just delightful delightful story from the again from the maple ridge pit meadows news maple ridge mother and son bake cookies for canucks autism network this is just this is just beautiful uh they raised uh, twelve hundred dollars for the organization that offers activities and programs to children and youth with autism laren Kami and her son parker six who was diagnosed with autism two years ago, raised $1,200 for the network that offers programs and activities for autism spectrum disorder, ASD children and youth. CAN, which is the, or CAN, is an incredible nonprofit organization. She wrote on her Facebook page, the organization she explained offers team sports, summer camps, family outings, and skills training employment programs. See, that's another very important aspect of this and why I decided to feature it on the show is that, uh, in a way, there's a free market for charities as well, where there's there's definitely a need for training training programs, employment training programs across the board. Because let's face it, you know, school curriculum curriculums don't really get students ready for the real world out there, where they're gonna need to go get interviewed for a job, and you know, start start hitting those uh, start hitting those you know, job fairs and stuff. So this is very important. This is, this organization is doing, you know, God's work here. Uh, Parker has participated in sports camps put on by the Canucks Autism Network since he was four years old. See, then he's already giving back. <laughs> oh man, this, this, this kid is going to be a wonderful, wonderful pillar of the community someday.
And he, he already is. <laughs> he already is. Uh, Lauren found it comforting that staff there had been trained to work specifically with, with ASD individuals, that they were treated with love, compassion, and respect. This is just... It's just such a wonderful story. Obviously, all of our um, stories will be featured in the description, the links, so you can go read further for yourself. The pair baked about 576 cookies, a mixture of chocolate chunk, cookies and cream, bokai brownie, lemon crinkle, oh man, I love lemon crinkles, and Lauren's signature sugar cookie. Parker helped by mixing the batter and performed quality control. Obviously, you need to do that. He also helps to take care of his one-year-old sister, Kaya under his mother's supervision while she baked the cookies. This is stories just feel good all around, man. They sold the cookies by the box, $25 for a large box containing 16 cookies and 15 for a small box containing eight cookies with 100% of the proceeds going to can because these people are angels. What can I tell you? <laughs> uh, it's all that all their orders have sold out, by the way. So this uh, just just take the uh, take the feel good, you know, God, I would love I would have loved some of those lemon crinkles, man. Those were the best. Anyway, just thought I'd uh, brighten up your day a little bit as we near the end of the show. Uh, there's a couple of more news stories here I would like to get to before we. Uh, obviously, you can donate to the. I'll also leave a uh, link in the description for the CAN website if you'd like to donate. I'm sure uh, they would be grateful, and you'd be supporting a great cause. Uh, here's another thing you can get involved in. Uh, According to the, uh, this one comes from the Peace Arch News. Museum of Surrey wants to spotlight local organizations and clubs. So if you'd like to, uh, you know, it's kind of like what we're doing, but with physical items, I guess. Museum now accepting applications for its 2022 Community Treasures exhibit. So in a press release... From January 18th, the 2022 exhibit will be a great opportunity for Surrey's, Surrey's uh, groups and clubs to reveal their varied and unique histories for all to see and read about. Uh, whether it is a community united by ancestral heritage or video games, the museum is seeking proposals for its 2022 Community Treasures exhibition. Again, just it's all about community, man. It's all about celebrating those around you. I'm loving this. So applying to be part of Community Treasures is free and museum staff will help applicants through each step of the process. Each application will be reviewed to fit in with the museum's vision, mission, and values, according to the release. Communities thrive when their voices are heard and people connect through stories and experiences, said uh, Lynn Safari, museum manager. This is, this is amazing. So the first deadline, if you'd like to uh, submit something, you know, whatever you're part of, like a chess club or anything really, um, you know, maybe uh, you work for a CAN, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can, you can, you can be a part of this, man. This is beautiful. Uh, so the first deadline is April 1st, 2021, and the second is September 1st, 2021. As for current exhibitions, the first for 2021, Mandrake the Magician, more for February 17th, huh? Might have to check that out. There's pictures of that because I'm not, I'm not going out. I just go out to the grocery store and get back inside. I don't, I don't go anywhere else. Speaking of staying inside, a lot of us have had issues with, you know, separating work from home. Obviously, we were working at home, but, you know, not everyone has, like, 
the separate space. You know what I mean? Usually you'd be working in the office. You'd get your work done, you'd come home, you'd sit at your desk, and now you're not doing work anymore. But now that line has kind of blurred. So uh, here's a great headline and our final one for the show. Uh, according to City News 1130, new Westminster couple creates box office for people working from home, which is just wonderful, wonderful uh, idea, especially if you've got the space for it. Uh, it's not a shed, it is a meticulously designed, super high quality office space, says the designer. One of these instant offices takes about 20 minutes to install and costs around $30,000. Ooh, that's, 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 I mean, it, mm, I guess it depends on the quality, you know what I mean? Uh, so Rick Whitfield has been a production designer for Marvel, Disney, Nickelodeon, and Netflix in the spring when COVID-19 put a pause on all productions in BC. Which, by the way, now they're booming in BC with a film production because, well, surprise, surprise, uh, British Columbia has had a better, uh, you know, track record of containing COVID than Los Angeles. <laughs> anyway, uh, he had a chance to create something he had thought about for a while, a portable backyard workspace aptly named Box Office. See, see what he did there? It's a purposefully built office space. It's very, very meticulously designed, super high quality. It's not your typical garden shed, he says. Uh, now, his wife, Angie, uh, says she's lucky to be the guinea pig for the project and has moved into her very own backyard box. She says, I found when I was working in the house, I would go from the bedroom to the dining room, papers and work it, and work, it just becomes really hard to separate. Exactly. Not hopping back on the laptop after dinner or trying to clean the kitchen before you start work. I think it's nice to have separation. It honestly is. Honestly is, man. I, I'm I'm working in my kitchen. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's it's not it's not fun. It's not fun. It would be awesome if I could just have like a separate room. Uh, the project has kept Rick so busy that he has to, yet to return to BC's now thriving. There we go. Uh, film and TV industry, the pair say they're excited they were able to see through a project like this one during a very tough couple of years. So yeah, I mean, this was just a fun little, so yeah, it's just a little call to action. You know, if you can separate uh, your living space from your workspace, I know we're, a lot of us are working from home uh, during these times, at least those that are lucky can. Obviously, there are those that have to be on the front lines, and we respect them. They're they're the real heroes, man. They're the real heroes. Uh, but, you know, if you can separate your workspace from your living space, it really helps productivity because it feels different when you're sitting there. Uh, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is my kitchen. I can just grab a beer right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it feels different. It feels... Um, it Creating that separation really is the way to go. So, yeah, that's that should do it for our first episode, man. Uh, you know, uh, let me know which topics, which segments you preferred. You know, do you prefer business news or good news? Obviously, we can't do like an all good news podcast, but, you know, depending on the reaction, we might do more good news of the week. Maybe a lifestyle thing, you know, for your uh, work from home experience for now till we all go back to our offices. Hopefully, um, this vaccine rollout, you know, completes its cycle. Uh, and also, if you think your business has a story to tell about the pandemic, 
give us a give us an email at uh, hi at spritu.net or there's actually a form you can fill on our website if you want to be a part of leaders of the hour which is the community project we're doing uh just features interviews with uh, local businesses and their experience and um i think it will be a great timepiece for future generations to look at you know oh this is what it was like all right <laughs> that's cool anyway i'll catch you guys later man